Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast, where you can learn how to improve your diet, lose fat, and get fitter in a sustainable and fun way without spending hours in the gym. Here is your host, Darren Kirby. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is the number one podcast for dads in their 40s who want to improve their health and fitness. This is episode 84, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking to Christian Baker from Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens was created by its founder, Chris, after years of gut health issues that left him facing a health crisis with no solutions in sight. Despite his best efforts to maintain a balanced, nourishing diet, Chris's body struggled to absorb and synthesize nutrients. Chris developed Athletic Greens with a mission of creating the highest efficacy, bioavailable and nutritionally complete supplement to help your body function as it's supposed to, no matter your age or activity level. Hi Christian, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you? Hey Darren, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks very much for, for joining us. And um, as we discussed before we, uh, before we started recording, you are in Helsinki, which is one of the very few places, fortunately, that isn't under lockdown. So you are able to move around freely and stuff. So how's life there? I'm very lucky. Um, you know, I went to my favorite cafe this morning and sat down in the cafe, took my time, drank a coffee. I'm going to go to the gym after this call. Gym is still wide open. I mean, it's these little things that are easy to take for granted when they yeah. got taken away from us earlier in yeah. the year. I mean, you really appreciate them when they come back and hopefully everyone gets them back soon yeah. enough. Yeah, 100%, 100%. We are in very strange times and I think... I did, didn't believe that we would be locked down again in the UK, but here we are and lockdown 2.0 that everybody uh, is, is kind of calling it. But not to dwell on that fact, we know where we are with, with all of that. So uh, for people that haven't heard about you and Athletic Greens, can you give us kind of some background story on how Athletic Greens ex- exists and why? Sure. So just to clear things up, <clears throat> my name's Christian and our founder is called Chris or Christopher. And we're <laughs> definitely not the same person. Right. Uh, so, you know, anything I say, of course, I'm representing the company today, but, you know, don't hold it against us if I, if I say something <laughs> no. with my personal opinion on it as well. But so we've actually been around since 2009, okay. uh, which is for this kind of product. That's a very long timeline. Um, mm. it, it, there wasn't really much anything else like it back then. So and it wasn't just made out of some cool desire to make a sexy product to sell yeah. on the internet. You know, it was made because our founder had a lot of health problems. He's a very okay. healthy and fit guy, but ever since he was a kid, he was traveling around the world a lot because his dad uh, worked for some international companies. He got some different things, stomach bugs and all that. And later it came back to bite him when he was a uh, semi-professional rugby player. Okay. And he was eating well and training a lot he wasn't absorbing anything and he became increasingly sick. He had to go to some extreme lengths to try to solve what what was going on. And long story short, he ended up going to this clinic in uh, in Arizona in the U S that was like using blood tests and all these things to get him exactly what he needed. And he was paying like a hundred dollars a day and and swallowing, I think it was 30 pills to get the exact thing for him. And it got him on the right track, but he was like, all right, what's, uh, something less extreme than that, mm. that can help people, you know, not only get the right kind of nutrients, 
but absorb them as well because absorption is a big thing and i think most people kind of overlook that and it's you don't just absorb things from your food by default yeah i think that's a really interesting point actually uh, and it kind of made me think about that when you mentioned it about absorption because i've only recently come across this not it's not a concept but but, but basically how it works because i think a lot of people when they take vitamins when they take supplements and everything else assume that whatever volume of supplement they take you know for example if it's protein and they take 30 grams of protein that the body actually uses that and it's it doesn't does it it doesn't absorb everything that we give it and that's i i don't fully understand why that is but maybe you could kind of shed some light on that yeah, I mean, you know, our bodies are complicated machines, as we know. And mm. I think anyone who claims to understand it, you know, super well, no matter what field they're in, I think is deluding themselves because new things come out every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whether it's macronutrients like protein, carbs and fat or micronutrients like vitamins and minerals, it's not guaranteed that you're going to absorb everything that's on the label. No. Uh, you've got a very long and complicated journey through your digestive system. Um, you've got so many factors on your ability to break down and absorb thing, whether that's uh, digestive enzymes, how you know potent your stomach acid is, if everything working well down there, how your gut health is. So once things get through to the further reaches of your guts and to your intestines, um, is everything working well and you can absorb everything or there are a bit of blockages here or there or some inflammation or something that's gonna interrupt the normal process. Yeah. And I think um, these are important factors and, and they're becoming more and more spoken about which is great um but yeah it's, it's definitely you can't just take for granted that like you said a 30 gram scoop of protein is going to give you 30 grams straight to the muscles it's probably not going to happen yeah exactly and i i have read some reports that have said that it's really only about 30 percent of you know whatever nutrients we give our bodies in it from a supplement form that actually gets taken in and used by the body but i guess everybody is different so that's going to vary depending on who you are you know your gut health and general health and stuff like that so that's you know that's all well and good but in terms of athletic greens obviously you've explained why you know the founder chris created it because of his own health issues but for many of us kind of listening to this you know the the kind of broad assumption is that we should inverted commas be able to get all of the macro and micronutrients that the body needs from food um so therefore you know kind of why do you know if if we don't have the the health conditions that your founder chris has why do we even need the product in the first place it's a good question and i think to be fair if everyone ate like a perfectly tuned high performance monk they could nail the nutritional requirements every day yeah. through foods alone. That works. Um, but unfortunately, not everyone does eat consistently every day. And most people, even when they eat really healthy, we all tend to stick to our favorites. Yeah. So I eat a lot of carrots. So my intake of beta carotene, the precursor to vitamin A, is through the roof. My vitamin C is super high as well. But there's things I forget to eat sometimes. I miss out sometimes. I won't eat mushrooms for several weeks. I, right. who, who eats sea vegetables very often? Like there's all these different yeah. things which provide minerals and that are not easy to find. You're probably going to fall behind in a few things. And then yeah. on top of that, modern agriculture, 
is pretty hardcore. We're working our soil really hard to produce uh, a lot of fruits and veggies and everything else. And naturally, when you keep working the soil over and over again without giving it some time to regenerate, some things uh, aren't as abundant in the soil as they used to be. And, and yeah. a big part of that is trace minerals. So zinc, magnesium, um, chromium, very specific ones like that. Uh, selenium, selenium is a super important one and, and a lot of men are short in selenium. Okay. Um, so I definitely recommend all of you uh, who follow your program to think about eating some Brazil nuts to get some selenium back in their, in their routine. And of course we have some selenium in AG. Right. <clears throat> so yeah, and, and then on top of that, the RDA, which is the US government recommendations for how much of a certain nutrient you should eat each day. And for, I, I don't know the UK one off my heart, but it's a similar model all around the world. Yeah. Those guidelines of how much vitamins you need. So for example, a certain amount of vitamin C, a certain amount of zinc, for example, they're based on not becoming deficient. Right. So if you fall below those numbers, you're at risk of becoming deficient in that nutrient, which can mm -hmm. lead to you becoming sick and so on. Yeah. They're not formulated for optimal living. What's going to give me yeah. good brain power, a good immune system, feeling great in the gym, sleeping well, all that stuff. Mm. So it, it's, yeah, good luck hitting all those numbers <laughs> and good luck, good luck exceeding them on a regular basis without a little bit of help on top of that. So, yeah. I mean, we don't, aim to replace what you do. You'd be very lazy if you just tried to have a scoop of this. Good luck to you. But yeah. we're there to help fill in the gaps and then optimize your routine rather than replace it. Yeah. And I think that's quite key, isn't it? Because, you know, um, I was talking to Professor Tim Spector in the UK a few weeks ago. And what's kind of prompted me to say that is that he was mentioning food labeling. And I think even if we were to pay attention to all the food labels that we had on our food to determine whether or not we're getting all of those macro micronutrients and everything else, we still wouldn't be able to get the right doses. And I think for me, that's where, you know, if we remove for the fact that you'll maybe, uh, you know, do a lot of sport or you do a lot of fitness and stuff, just at a fundamental level, you won't be able to get the right proportions of all of that in your diet even if you were to kind of, you know, look at all the food labels. And even if you did, you'd have to weigh it out, cut it up and get the right proportion. It would just, you'd probably end up preparing your dinner for four or five hours to yeah. try and match that. So I think, you know, where Athletic Greens comes in and the Greens product is that in a very kind of lazy way almost, you can have a scoop of that and you can be fairly confident that you're, you know, you're getting a good dose of, of what the body needs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite broad and, and the name is deceptive, you know, it's athletic greens, but it's not only for athletic people and it's not only greens. I mean, greens yeah. is a portion of it. Yes. Yeah. Wheatgrass, chlorella, all the good stuff. But it's also a full multivitamin, multimineral, free and probiotics for gut health, blood sugar support, liver support. It's, it's basically your whole supplement routine in one scoop yeah. apart from... Uh, omega-3 and vitamin D, which are a bit more of a personal requirement. That's why we left yep. them out. Um, so yeah, but again, just want to emphasize, we're not claiming we replace your routine or whatever. We're there to optimize what you do. So certainly yep. uh, it's very convenient and it can help a lot, but uh, it's, you know, you still got to do the hard yards. You still got to eat healthy. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think the other thing as well is around, you know, there's obviously these, and I guess it's just, society really we shift between various different eating protocols you know what i mean by that is like 
keto, paleo, you know, whatever it is popular this week. Um, but for me, uh, you have to take it back to a high level. You have to take it back to a, what I would say a fundamental level, and that is the source of where food comes from. Now, I'm not going to go down the whole carnivore versus vegan kind of uh, diet argument. You'll, but, get, you'll get too many complaints if you do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and I respect anybody's you know environmental standpoint as to why they do certain things. But I think you know over the years, I think particularly in the Western world, because of our demands on the kind of food system, if you like, you know, modern farming methods have evolved such that, like you said, you know, the turnover of soil and the amount of over farming that's done on the land which produces the food has meant that a food has now become, you know, nutrient, well, the nutrients are becoming less in food. And I, I read somewhere recently that a, I don't know why they, they picked on a peach, but a peach mm. now, if you were to eat a peach today versus like 52 years ago, it's got like 50% less amount of nutrients that it had 52 years ago, which basically means that, you know, the way that it's being produced now is such that the, the nutrients are not in there um, for us to consume. So, you know, I think having products like this really just go to, and like you said, Christian, it is to bolster what we're already doing from a, you know, a nutritional standpoint. Yeah. That's crazy about the peach thing, but uh, yeah. And sad, but I guess not too surprising. No. So, okay. So, so we, we talked about, you know, what's happening with our food and why perhaps we need to supplement. So, you know, what, in what scenario would you say you would recommend for people to have it, you know, sedentary lifestyle versus a very active lifestyle. And when do you think that it's most optimal to kind of consume the, you know, the athletic greens product? Sure. So, uh, I'll start with the sedentary versus active part. So sedentary people absolutely can take this as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, what we found, I mean, again, this is, we're not medical experts, but just referring to some of the reviews and the feedback we've got. Yeah. Some people who are sedentary started taking it and they notice they have more energy. Mm -hmm. They notice they have less cravings that could be from patching up some potential deficiencies. We're not sure. Those kind of things tend to make you feel better. And then mm -hmm. you're more likely to get out and be active. And that could be, you know, one of the keys in helping a sedentary person getting more active. Because you know what it's like. If you have a day of, crappy eating you don't really feel like going to the gym but no. if you go to the gym you're like wait i want to eat really well because i just went to the gym i kind of feel good so we do we do find some people who started sedentary who would start taking it added to their routine then became more active just because they felt better which is really cool mm. and then active people you're going to go through more nutrients than the average person contracting your muscles requires a lot of calcium uh, using up energy and converting your food into energy uses a lot of B vitamins. You know, recovering uses zinc because you need to repair your muscle fibers and form new collagen and repair all the things you've damaged in the gym. So this is where something like this can help you fill in those gaps. And um, yeah, you've got more requirements than the average person. So even if your diet is very dialed in, you still might need a bit more on top because you're using so much because you're an active yeah. person, which is yeah. awesome. But you've got to recognize that your own requirements go up when you're... Mm. Uh, when you're getting out there and exercising because exercise is a destructive thing. You know, you're breaking stuff and your yeah. body's got to repair. Um, so that's where this can come in. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that all makes 
perfect logical sense and particularly you know around sedentary people and energy you know that and i think that's really important to recognize you know a lot of supplementation doesn't require you to to kind of go and knock yourself out in the gym it's more from a health and wellness perspective which as a result of actually replacing your deficiencies may mean that you know everyone talks about motivation and the rest of it naturally that might get replaced because you're replacing the deficiencies and therefore you'll be more inclined to be more active so i think you know that that's that's really important but um in terms of you know um the, the ingredients i know there's a huge amount of ingredients in the product oh yeah what what are the key ingredients in the athletics green product so i mean there's a lot as you mentioned yeah um <clears throat> so key ingredients i mean a big one for most people is b vitamins yeah um because i mean yeah, we get a lot from different foods and things but it, it's quite a lot of them and it's not easy to get them all mm-hmm. and then we burn through a lot of b vitamins whether that's from exercising or caffeine and alcohol can actually drain some of your B vitamins because right. they require B vitamins to be properly processed. So they don't destroy them, but they, they kind of use them. So mm-hmm. you've got to replace them. And then uh, forms is a very important thing to remember. So we don't have, uh, so for example, we have a vitamin B12 yeah. and the form that we use is something called methylcobalamin. It's a form which is very, very easy for the body to absorb. Most vitamin B12 supplements, if you look on the shelf, have something called cyanocobalamin. Sounds like a weird, fancy word, but that just means it's a synthetic version. It's harder for your body to absorb. Yeah. We have folate, and most folate supplements are in the form of folic acid. Unfortunately, a big part of the population has a mutation which doesn't allow them to properly turn folic acid into folate. So we use something called 5-MTHF. It's it's methylated folate again it's something which helps these people and everyone in general have a better chance of turning that into folate so yeah we give you a broad variety of things they'll be giving them in very good quality forms to give you the best chance of turning that into the vitamins you need yeah so we have the full multivitamin including the b vitamins we have a full multi-mineral and minerals are often lacking in most people's diets and even in multivitamins they're kind of often an afterthought so things like magnesium to help you relax, help calm your nervous system at night. Zinc, so important for men, especially men above the age of 30, 40 and beyond, which is dads, you know, yeah. most it's going to be relevant to your audience. Zinc is needed more by men than it is by women because it's used in a lot of jobs, not just repairing your muscles like we mentioned before, but it does have a role to play in regulating hormones as well. Right. So guys who are super low in zinc sometimes may end up being lower in testosterone. And testosterone is not just important to make you big and muscly, but as a guy, if your testosterone gets too low, you, you're more likely to end up feeling depressed and feeling like crap. Yep. So if your levels are healthy, you tend to be more, uh, more vibrant. So we've got the vitamins, we've got the minerals, digestive enzymes, so you can actually help take all these things in, plus digest your foods better. Mm-hmm. Pre and probiotics for your gut health. So probiotics, most people are familiar with. You can find them in fermented foods like yogurt, sauerkraut, and kimchi. Yep. We have two of the most studied and safest strains that there are. And then we give you a prebiotic fiber. So right. all that is is a special kind of fiber that your body can't really digest. So it passes through in its whole form and these good bacteria jump on there and they feed on it and they multiply. So right. we're not just giving you a bunch of good bacteria hoping that they're going to help you. We're giving them a chance to multiply and, and take a foothold in your gut and, and be the dominant type of bacteria in there. 
rather yeah. than letting the bad guys come up. Um, we give you ingredients for liver support, so things like milk, thistle, herb, and dandelion. We have blood sugar supports, a chromium. It's a very important mineral that helps with blood sugar. It's often deficient yeah. in diets. I mean, there's a, it, it goes on and on. I mean, there's yeah. hair, skin, and nails. There's, there's so much. But it, it's like we said, it's your all-in-one. It's much, it's much more than just the greens. Yeah, and I think, you know, from a, a, a complete wellness perspective, which is where I like to approach all of this from, it's really, really important because I think, you know, there'll be people listening to this that maybe are listening because they want to get back into fitness or they, they have a specific goal, whether that's fat loss, belly loss or whatever. Um, but it, you, in my view, and, it, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Christian, that you have to look at the holistic approach. And what I mean by that is that, you know, sleep. So we know that magnesium is important for sleep and then stress as well. So, you know, vitamin B12, your vitamin Bs are very important to you. Um, and I think, you know, the, the other thing as well is particularly men over 40, like the whole testosterone thing. You know, there's so much, there's so many challenges now we have around mental health, people feeling depressed and things like that. And I don't want to downplay it and I don't want to simplify it. But I think, you know, if people just took the time to look at perhaps where nutrition was coming in to all these effects, these negative effects that they're having, that I would argue that a lot of these situations that people are facing can be quite easily not solved, but kind of the effects reduced or mitigated against by having, you know, making sure you've got these nutrients in your daily diet. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually heard something recently. I think testosterone levels across the population of men are mm -hmm. the lowest in history uh, in the Western wow. world. Uh, and that can mean crappy diet, yeah. stress, not enough exposure to sunlight because so many of us work indoors, um, environmental pollutants, so more plastic exposure, diesel fumes, random things like that apparently contribute. Um, so I think it's more important than ever to be aware of those things. And like you said, topping up some of your minerals, um, you know, just tweaking your routine just a little bit. It's not going to magically fix you overnight, but it can help get you back on track. And yeah, yeah. if you have someone who's had low testosterone levels and then you've bumped them back up again to the healthy range, the, the feeling is dramatically different. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it, it really is, is an important thing as a guy. I, I recommend everyone out there get their uh, testosterone levels checked at least once every year yeah. uh, with, with blood tests, even if they're only 30 and above, but definitely yeah. if they're 40 and above because um, it's super important yeah and i think we are living in a time now where that the access to these types of tests and i'll caveat that with make sure that you have a medical professional interpret it that it's it's you, you know there's no longer a, a need for us to go to a local gp or anything like that. well particularly in the uk there's a lot of online places now that will send you kits and you can do the the blood test i've just recently had mine done and it's so so insightful for the simple reason that it's it's like you know i use the analogy of maintaining a, a car it's like you you're getting the diagnostics done on your body and on your systems to understand what might be going on even if you're not sick right so you, you could actually improve the state that you're already you might you might be thinking well i'm fine i feel fine but why not find out exactly what's happening and then you can use you know products like athletic greens to kind of optimize and enhance 
your health. And I truly believe this is the way that we need to be looking at health as a, as a nation, as a society. And that is actually maintenance rather than prevention and cure. Yeah, no, spot on. I think it's so accessible these days. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm from Australia. So back there, it's their medical systems. Amazing. I mean, um, I can go to my GP and be like, Hey, uh, you know, I'd like to get general blood tests for a health checkup, but while you're at it, can I please get vitamin D checked, zinc, testosterone, yeah. all that stuff. They're like, yep, tick, 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 no worries. Um, and the government pays for it. And it's great because I mean, it sounds, I feel kind of guilty because I'm like, oh, they paid for it, but yeah. they're incentivized to do that. Cause I mean, I am being proactive and monitoring my own health, which ideally could help prevent problems in the future yeah. or at least detecting them early. So in the long run in a roundabout way, perhaps I could save them money. So paying for a few blood tests isn't a big thing. Mm. Um, so I think your car analogy is perfect. I mean, would you just drive your car for years without ever getting a service? Mm. I mean, one day it's going to fall apart and you'll be like, yeah. oh, how did that happen? So I think getting blood tests, you know, the basic stuff, cholesterol, blood sugar, and then if, while you're at it, if you can get some more spicy ones like testosterone and vitamin D, I mean, even just once a year, you know, you can just see things happening before they happen yeah. and you might be surprised because you might think you're on top of something and then you're not. Yeah. Or you might be happily surprised in that you're better in something than you thought, but you don't know if you don't know. So no. yeah, tests are awesome. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. So you mentioned earlier about probiotics and prebiotics. Now, obviously there's so much stuff coming out now about gut health, our gut microbiome and everything else. And obviously with all of this stuff, you know, there's very varying different um, probiotics and prebiotics that you can use. Now, obviously, within the Athletics Greens product, you have that in there. So coming back to the point you made, first of all, around, you know, um, availability and, you know, kind of bioavailability, what kind of makes the Athletics Greens probiotics and prebiotics different from some of the other stuff out there on the market. And what I mean by that Christian specifically is you see all these silly little pasteurized yogurts <laughs> that are on the market where they co they, they're quoting gut health. And you just know, cause the process they've been through, it can't have any real positive effect. So how is, you know, how is your stuff different? Yeah. No, yeah. Like you said, pasteurized, they kill the bacteria, then they sprinkle some new ones yeah. on top, hoping it's <laughs> going to do something. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you're lucky, you can get some pot set yogurt, which is allowed to ferment in its own thing, but whatever, but that's another story. Um, so again, we, we've designed the product to be safe, to be taking all year round. So if you look at the doses, we don't give you crazy mega doses of stuff because we, we're not trying to fix you in a month. We're trying to give you yeah. something you can safely take for a long time. So the two strains of probiotics we use, uh, lactobacillus acidophilus, which will sound familiar to a lot of people. That's the one you typically find in yogurt and things like that, if it's done properly. Yeah, yeah. That's from, usually from fermented dairy. Our ones are dairy-free though, just for anyone out there who's sensitive to dairy, our product is dairy-free. And then Bifidobacterium bifidum, again, it's another friend. They're often found together. And it's two of the most studied and safest strains out there. And they're in doses which are you know, modest, so they're not gonna throw out your gut health and try to start a party in there when you take yeah. your first scoop, but they're good enough to gradually give you that improve gut health over time because uh unfortunately some people get enthusiastic and take a huge dose of a probiotic after never taking one in their life and then they get all sorts of you know upset 
issues. So it's better to kind of stagger your way in. And yeah. then one of our biggest points of difference is that we add a good quality prebiotic fiber. So it's inulin fiber, not to be confused with insulin. Um, <laughs> so inulin fiber uh, comes from Jerusalem artichoke, which is a type yeah. of artichoke, which is really fibrous. You wouldn't really eat it. Um, and that's the special kind of fiber which allows your good guys, the good bacteria to jump on there and multiply. And prebiotic fiber is not some crazy exotic thing. You find it in your diet. For example, mm. there's great sources of prebiotic fiber in a lot of fruits and veggies. Sweet potato and bananas, especially if they're more on the green side, uh, contain something called resistant starch. And that's a fantastic prebiotic fiber. There's yeah. certain types of fiber in apples and carrots and things like that, which are not easy to find elsewhere. So prebiotics being conscious of, of, of that mm. from your food as well as your supplements is very important because you're giving the good guys in your, in your guts the fuel that they want and they need to multiply. So then you have lots and lots of the good guys in your guts versus the bad guys, which I mentioned before. The bad guys will thrive on things like sugar and alcohol and things like that, whereas the good guys tend to thrive on, on fiber. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really, really important. That's a great explanation as well. And then you mentioned the, the, the final one, which is, which is really a big one for me and something which I'm really passionate about, and that is blood sugar. Um, and the reason I'm passionate about that is because we have a horrendous problem globally, not just in the UK. You know, some statistics, we, we spend, the NHS spends £16 billion a year tackling type 2 diabetes which is a diet related illness you know globally there's 400 million people have type 2 diabetes but this is the, the worst statistic 350 million have um uh, what's it called the precursor to type 2 so they're kind of <laughs> they don't really know they've got it but they're on the borderline to it I they're in remember. the uh pre-diabetic stage that's it and then the borderline they're about to go over the cliff yeah exactly and you know and that has basically come in because i believe how the western diet has evolved you know in the uk alone 50 percent of our food is highly processed not just processed highly processed in the us is a higher number than that so you know we're on a one-way ticket to you know type 2 diabetes globally if we don't do something about it but obviously you know, you've got something in, in your product which kind of balances blood sugar and having a balanced blood sugar is so, so key for many, many different reasons, you know, health and longevity, um, insulin resistance. So can you give us a little bit more insight into that? Yeah, sure. I think I read recently the UK has the, uh, the not so honorable title of being number one for obesity in, in Europe. Yeah, it does. And, um, yeah. and Germany's not far behind. And then our friends in Italy and uh, France are the lowest because mm. I think they're quite, they're so traditional with their food supplies. You know, you have to go to yeah. Giuseppe down the street to get your fish. Then you have to go to your friend up the road to get the veggies. It's not all in one big box supermarket, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the US is the absolute pinnacle of uh, craziness. Yeah. We, I mean, they have so many, they have such extremes, you know, fantastically healthy people here and then yeah. so many obese and diabetics down here. It's, it's, there's nothing in the middle. No. Um, but yeah, blood sugar, I mean, it's so important. And um, eating refined foods, like you were saying, you've got no fiber in there. You've got these super, super quick carbohydrate sources that your body can just soak up like sugar and your blood sugar goes up and then it goes down and just mm. these extremes happen and your body is like, what the hell is going on? And it's, it has no choice with such a big up and down ride. I mean, 
you pretty much have no choice except to store most of that as fat because yeah. it's just the sheer overreaction that happens when you eat stuff like that. And you do it again and you do it again and eventually your body becomes, again, I'm not a medical professional neither yeah. is the company. So just, this is from my understanding, you just keep doing that, you become less sensitive to insulin. So your body has to release more and release more and then it's just a downward spiral until eventually your pancreas is screwed and you have to go get assistance and that involves taking insulin and constantly measuring your blood sugar levels, all that stuff. But it's completely preventable, like you said, in like 99% of cases because it's not yeah. something genetic, it's just dietary. Yeah. Um, so it's insane. And then, yeah, I think, you know, we have things in there to help with blood sugar support, chromium, uh, the mineral chromium being a key one. And what's interesting in more of a roundabout way is that a lot of people who are constantly getting cravings for crappy foods uh, oftentimes are low in minerals. Yeah. And when you top some of these back up, sometimes you find not only is your blood sugar level a bit more stable, but you have less cravings for crazy stuff. Um, and then that puts you in a positive spiral because you will eat better, you'll train. And training, especially weight training and high-intensity training, can increase your sensitivity to insulin. And then maybe you'll eat a better food choice anyway, yeah. which requires less of a blood sugar response. And it's this great compounding effect of getting better versus that terrible one of getting worse with yeah. you know, eating crappier foods. So yeah, it's such a scary statistic. I mean, what you said, that's absolutely insane. Mm. That this preventable self-induced, self-destructive thing yeah. is, is, I mean, just compounding like crazy. So yeah, yeah I, that's, that's really worries me. And I think uh, more people should be talking about it. And I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, I completely agree. And I genuinely feel really passionate about it because we, are, we have been missold by the big food industries. You know, they've gone off, off down this rabbit hole of low fat um, and, all, and all this kind of processed type food. And actually, you know, I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but I'm going to say this, you know, the majority of the research that is done in the food in industry is funded by big food, kind of like pharmaceuticals, right? Big pharma funds most of the medical research, therefore it's weighted in their favor. But anyway, yeah, it's, it is harrowing and we have to change it. There's no two ways about it. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, con continuous blood glucose monitoring, I think that you know, there's lots of products on the market now and there'll be more and more coming out. That has to be place in the Western world now because we, we have to find out what's going on. It kind of comes back to the, the blood testing earlier. Now, we are in a time, I believe, it, with technology that it's all accessible to us. And so, you know, within the next kind of 20 to 25 years, illness is going to become optional. And that sounds like a real kind of outlandish claim. But I, you know, I believe that that will be the case because of modern technology and because of the research and understanding that's going on with, you know, with uh, the diet and, and the body and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I, I generally feel hugely passionate about it. And, it, you know, I, I do want to do something about it, but I don't know what that is quite, quite yet. But, but coming back to, to Athletic Greens, um, so... What five key things would you say that people could take away from the podcast today around, you know, nutrients, micronutrients, you know, your product um, that they could action today? Sure. Well, I just want to say, I mean, I loved your bold statement about illness being optional. 
And yeah. clearly you are doing a big thing towards that with the Fitter Healthier Dad program. So yeah. hats off to you for that. And I think Thanks. that highlights exactly your point in that you can't just blindly trust government food recommendations. Look around you, look to your friends who have got in better shape and they're in good, good health. People who walk their own talk like yourself. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's who you've got to hang out with if you want to, you know, get on top of it. And yeah, yeah the democratization of self testing and self measuring, whether it's tracking things on your phone, the tiny little pinprick for blood tests that you can get from the pharmacy, that stuff's awesome. The fact that yeah. you can, it's so accessible is, is just brilliant. I mean, using technology for good you know, yes. rather than, um, you know, for addiction and social media yeah, and all that stuff. Exactly. Um, but yeah, five key takeaways. That's, that's a good one. I mean, I, I think um, one, try to get your head around certain vitamins and minerals you need and just start to think, are the foods I'm currently eating giving me that stuff? You yeah. know, and giving me enough of it and giving me a variety of it. And I think being familiar with certain, you know, what is vitamin C? Where does it come from? How much do I need? Being aware of that is cool. So they're not just abstract terms you yeah. hear people throwing around and that only belong in supplements. I think we've touched on it many times. I'll touch on it again. Gut health. Yeah. For sure, gut health is so important. And it's not just important for digestion. There's, you know, elimination, going to the bathroom. It's been proposed that it's heavily linked to your mental health. Yeah. And that people with gut issues are more likely to get anxious and things because it's a disturbance, which is felt elsewhere in the body. Massively linked to the immune system and some of your immune cells are made in the gut. Um, so, I mean, gut health is super important. So, eating stuff which has useful fiber. So, fruits and veggies. Um, if you're okay with eating grains, because, I mean, there's going to be people in your yep. uh, routine who are anti-grain. Um, things like oats, for example, have brilliant fiber sources, including something called beta-glucans. Mushrooms have amazing types of fiber called polysaccharides. There's all these crazy cool types of fiber. Fiber is not some boring thing no. that only old people take <laughs> in the form of Metamucil or all-brand cereal. Fiber is this awesome world of, of useful substances which your guts can do great things with. So get, get your head around different fiber types and don't feel bad if you're not eating five bowls of porridge a day. You can get plenty of fiber from, again, fruits, veggies, and all sorts of cool things. Yeah. Um, so that'd be point number two. Uh, point number three, I mean, again, what you said, blood sugar, so yeah. important. Like, what are you eating? What's in that meal? Could you add something to the meal to slow down the blood sugar response? Yeah. Bump up the fat content a little bit. Bump up the protein content. Make sure there's some fiber in there. Make that meal go through you a little bit slower. You know, that can really save you. Um, God, there's this, this three, three out of five. Yeah. Um, I think um, energy levels. So like monitor your energy levels. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of an abstract thing. It's not easy to do. It's more of a perception thing. But yeah, think about things like B vitamins. Think about foods that make you feel good and feel energized. Like, for example, you eat a carrot. You kind of feel like you've eaten something that's alive. So you kind of feel a bit more pepped up. Mm. You eat a heavily processed thing like, you know, a cookie or something. It'll pump you up for a little bit because of the sugar, yeah. but you, you tend to get dumped afterwards. Yeah. So eating real living things to give you that energy and eating things that you're not allergic to because uh, sometimes people have allergies and don't realize it and it makes them feel tired. So that's a big one. So getting your head around your energy routine. and yeah, Caffeine is great, but overdoing caffeine can, can leave you down as well. So think about different caffeine sources. If you only drink coffee, 
why not swap one of those afternoon ones for a green tea instead? Yeah. Um, so look to get different caffeine sources. It sounds a bit obvious and a bit boring, but it's uh, really interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, energy, all the different things could be affecting your energy. Sleep, I would like to make, which would be point number five. Yeah. Great, because it's the most important point, I think. If your sleep's out of whack, good luck with anything else. I yeah. mean, energy, immune system, repairing, brain power. I mean, everything. So if, if you're someone watching or listening to this and you feel overwhelmed, like, oh, God, where do I even start? Um, get on top of your sleep. Yeah. If you can get eight hours or close to it and it's good quality sleep, you're not eating food or drinking booze within ideally three or four hours of going to bed, you're adequately hydrated, uh, your room is super dark, there's no lights, no little LED from the TV, your yeah. phone isn't on, or if it's in your room, it's on airplane mode. All those little tricks you hear everyone talking about, use them all. Make your sleeping routine sacred. You know, sleep in a cave. Make it just yeah. pitch black. Yeah. Um, and God, that makes everything else easier. If you wake up from a good sleep, it's so much easier to resist cravings, to go to the 100%. gym, yeah. feel awesome. So yeah, I can't stress sleep enough. Yeah, that's awesome. That, and that, they're five really great points as well. And the other thing is, you know, we love as humans to look for the complicated solution, right? And, and I said this on a, an, an interview last week, you know, a lot of people listening to this, and I don't really want to sound negative, but will dismiss the information that you've just given because it's too simple. For example, it's like sleep. Well, I know I'm sleeping well. No, you don't. Mm. You, you don't. Not unless you're monitoring it. Um, and like you said, it, the, the, the compounding negative effects it had from, from sleep deprivation, but the quality of sleep is profound because what will happen is you might be on a healthy eating regime or whatever it is you want to call it. But if you're deprived in sleep, your body unconsciously will naturally gravitate towards anything that is going to give it an energy boost, whether that's caffeine, whether that's sugar, whether that's fast releasing carbohydrates. And so like you said, Christian, you will just be on a downward spiral. So yeah, if, if, if you can't take anything else away from today, get your sleep dialed in um, and take Absolutely. some athletic greens as well. Uh, nice. Add that in there. <laughs> but uh, actually one, one more little point on sleep, because we mentioned it so much. I, I think I just keep seeing more and more and more that it's heavily linked to blood sugar regulation. Right. So crappy sleep, crappy diet. That's a fast track to uh, getting yourself towards type two diabetes. So it's a, it's a big fix when it comes to stabilizing blood sugar. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, for, for, especially for men, middle-aged men, You've got to start looking at that. I can't be any clearer than that. You have to look mm. at blood sugar because you are on a one-way ticket to type 2 diabetes. Um, whether you are fat, thin, you know, whatever you think you are, mm. check your blood sugar. Yeah, um, that's the thing. You don't have to be heavily overweight to get it as well. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's amazing, Christian. I really appreciate your time today. Um, but before I let you go, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you feel that I should have asked you, which would benefit the listeners? Um, no, I think we've, we've covered quite a lot of ground and I mean, you've been very generous with your time. I'd actually ask, like to ask you, uh, something a little bit more, yeah. um, reading through your materials. I know that, you know, as well as an impressive amount of weight loss with yourself, when you found that you were reducing your inflammation and, and losing weight and feeling healthier, that asthma symptoms were going away as well 
Mm. Um, and I think that's important to touch on because a lot of people have inflammatory related diseases. Yeah. I had super bad asthma as a kid. Okay. And I've still got it a little bit now as an adult. It's, it's quite under control because I'm, I exercise a lot. I eat quite healthy, but yeah. it can flare up if I eat crappy foods for a few days or I go party or I get a, not enough sleep, things like that. So, um, could, could you expand a little bit on your experience with that, but also just the importance of, you know, reducing inflammation through better dieting and weight loss and what it can do for you? Yeah. I mean, for me, I didn't actually, it was only probably last year that I recognized that it had subsided quite substantially. And for me, I, just by the very nature of what I'm doing from an exercise perspective, but getting diet dialed in, it, it has naturally subsided. Now, I think it's important point that you made there about if you go out partying and stuff like that, you can feel it because I can definitely feel that. For me, rarely drink at all anymore. Uh, and that's just the choice that I've made. Um, but if I do drink, I can definitely feel it the next day. So for example, if I then jump in the pool or the following day after having an alcoholic drink, my breathing is I'm way more restricted than I am normally. Now, you know, generally I can now go and do an endurance event and I won't even have, you know, any kind of medication in my inhaler or anything like that. Um, but it's interesting how if I get, if I go on a crappy diet and, you know, I'm, I'll be honest, sometimes I do, sometimes I'll have crap food. I can definitely feel it from an asthma perspective. And the other thing, I don't know if you had this Christian, but I had asthma and eczema. So the two are apparently in li linked because obviously they're inflammatory. Mm. I had super bad at eczema as a kid, bleeding, bleeding knees and elbows, all that stuff. That's it. Yeah. In the, in the kind of, you know, creases of your arms and everything. Mm. Um, that's gone completely gone and, nice. and and people think that it has to be something that else that's that's done it but it's not it, it generally truly diet without any shadow of a doubt um and and coming back to basics really i what the food that i eat is is all in its raw form i won't touch anything that's gone through a food process and that's all that's the only nice. fundamentals that i follow you know, I'd ideally love to be able to be in the position where I'm getting, you know, organic fish and I know exactly where it's sourced from. I pay particular attention to meat, where that comes from. And by understanding that and putting that in, you know, that I believe has had the, the dramatic impact, you know, on, on my asthma. And um, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because it is in an important point. I, and I... I've only recently started to talk about it because I didn't want to use that as a kind of a, as a, as a look at me, you know, I've cured my asthma. That's not what it's about. Um, so, but I've, I've recently started to talk about it because, you know, I, I feel that it would benefit others. And like we said earlier, you know, people listening to this might think that there's some kind of miracle cure. The miracle cure is already available to us mm. you know, in, in diet and nutrition uh so yeah no that's a great question and you are the first person that's ever turned it back around on me on a podcast so thanks oh there we go that's a great honor <laughs> and it was that's an awesome, awesome answer i mean i loved it yeah thanks um so uh we obviously have a link for uh the athletic green so people listen to this can get a discount and i believe Kristen, you said at the moment as well if they order the athletic green greens product they get something else yeah so they order it through your link Mm -hmm. And then 
I mean, most of your customers are going to be in the UK. So send an email to support at athleticgreens.co.uk yep. when you do your order. And mention that you heard on this podcast so you can get a free vitamin D with your first order. Yep. And vitamin D is very useful, especially now heading into the darker months. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you have any issues, uh, make sure we write the support email in the, uh, in the show notes. But um, yeah, we'd love to give you a vitamin D and uh, help you through those darker months. Yeah, yeah, very. Uh, that's a whole big topic we could discuss, vitamin D. Uh, I'm a huge yeah. fan. Yeah, absolutely. So that's been awesome, Christian. Thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today and uh, look forward to speaking to you again in the future. Okay, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe and I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. All the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes and a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com.